Welcome to the Perfectly Flawed podcast. On this podcast, I am your host, Renee Fox, and I chat to various people who are willing to be open and vulnerable about their own experiences with mental health and sport. Please keep in mind that the things discussed on this podcast are people's own experiences and is not medical advice. If anything in these episodes is triggering for you or you feel like you need assistance, please contact a health professional or Lifeline on 13 11 14. Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. In this episode, I had a live Instagram chat with Deacon Active and I recorded and thought you guys might want to listen to it. In this chat, I'm actually the one being interviewed and I'm asked a series of questions related to my sport and my time at Deakin University. So I hope you enjoy. Beautiful. Hi, Renee. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, thanks. Fun, but it working. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so we're here doing a live for uh, this girl can campaign for... Um, from the Victorian government. Um, I'm Rosie, I'm one of the new members from the um, health club members from the Lawn Ponds uh, Deacon Active. And we've got Renee here. So Renee, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, how'd you get into swimming? What are you doing at uni? Yeah, so my name's obviously Renee. Um, I am in my fourth and final year at Deakin doing a double degree in sports science and business sports management. Um, and I've always been involved in swimming for as long as I can remember. I did learn to swim when I was a baby and then just continued into squad and just never stopped. Yeah, nice. So how long have you been swimming for then? Um, I've been doing squad for over 10 years now. That's a long time. <laughs> yeah. I did it for one year, so 10 years is a long, long time. Yeah. And are you competing? What level do you compete at? Yeah, I compete quite a bit. So I probably have a comp on about once a month. Um, and then I've sort of competed in Queensland, New South Wales, Tassie, Vic, and I've done a competition in New Zealand as well. They're all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> That's so that must be really difficult to balance your uni and uh, training. How do you go about that? Um, it can be pretty difficult. Um, it definitely has forced me over the years to be really organised and have good time management skills. Um, so it's just a matter of, you know, sitting down, writing a list. Okay, this is what needs to get done by this time. And, you know, if there's assignments coming up, make sure I get started early as I can so that way I can spread it out as, if I can. Yeah, that's a good idea. Enough. And in training, you've really got to be on top of it. So what would you say are probably... Uh, tips you have for other students like you who might be balancing training and uni or any study? Um, definitely have a diary. It's so important to keep track of when things are due. Um, and I, every trimester, I make a spreadsheet of all the weeks and when everything's due. So that way I go, okay, this week I have this many things due. I need to start early. So I yep. make sure that I'm ahead. Try and stay ahead. Otherwise you'll fall behind you. It's so hard to catch up. Yeah, yeah, I know that from so that's a really good tip um, and when you were growing up obviously for a long time did you have any sort of idols that you looked up it's so interesting I've never really been asked this question but I know so many people have I never really had an idol per se it was more just seeing 
the other people that I was necessarily like competing against directly um, and then sort of basing it off that. So like, okay, this person's slightly ahead, let's see if I can beat them next time and just going off that rather than, you know, like an Olympian or something like that. Yeah, that's probably a good idea because then you're around your same level so it's sort of a, a realistic person to look up to and sort of beat them and then you can know that when you've beaten them you're sort of progressing. That's really good yeah. um, way to look at um, and do you have anyone currently inspired? Uh, I don't know. So, like, you can take it from so many people. I know I have people that I train with that are quite inspiring and the hard work that they put in. Um, but I think um, you just have to go based on yourself and, like, okay, like, internal, I guess. I don't know. It's yeah, kind of hard to explain. Good... <laughs> this many seconds for one competition, try and beat it for your next competition and just improve yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a really good goal and then you obviously know and you can feel that um, glad when you beat yourself and you're getting better. Yeah. And what are some of your biggest challenges and lessons that you faced um, being a competitive swimmer? Oh, I've faced so many. Um, probably the biggest one, um, I guess, recently, like COVID, has been really hard. Being in lockdown, I mean, it's everyone's probably found it challenging in different ways. But for me personally, um, found that quite hard not being able to swim. Um, my identity yeah. is quite attached to my sport. And so trying to figure out who I am without that has been a pretty big challenge. And I'm sure there's so many people out there that have found it challenging as well. Yeah, and how did you sort of feel that you um, worked through that? Um, it's definitely taken a while, and I still think that I'm going through it. I don't think I've figured it out just yet. Um, <laughs> but when I do, I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> At least the pools are coming back, back into the water. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, if, so you've got a podcast. Um, can you tell a bit of, um, of us about that um, and what inspired you to start it and what's it about? Yeah, so I started a podcast sort of end of last year, beginning of this year. Um, I've been exposed to quite a few through my own experiences and through other people that I know with mental health. So I just wanted to create um, a platform and a space to normalize the conversation around mental health and are you okay? I think sometimes that question gets thrown around quite lightheartedly and the intention behind it's not really there like you go to the supermarket and the person working is like oh hey how are you and you're like yep good thanks and it's just very blase you don't really take it too seriously so it's more normalizing that conversation and really asking how people are yeah that's a really good idea especially after the year we've just had and as you said finding really challenging to get through without swimming i think that's really important and a good conversation that we need to start having yeah um, and what the um importance of building a strong community and mentors um, I think it's you. really important to have a really good support network it's hard to do things alone and you shouldn't have to do things alone um, I think having that support makes it easier on yourself and it's a good way to motivate you as well and others so I think you know whether it's not necessarily like a mentor I think just having a good group of people around you friends teachers coaches um, people at uni, whatever it may be, just having those people around you to support you and encourage you. Yeah, definitely. That's really... Um, so obviously you said that you were clients. Um, and so how do you feel that that ties into your swimming and mental health? Obviously they're quite um, similar, but yeah. Um, well, I just love sport. So anything sport related is gets me excited. 
Um, yeah. I think there's a lot of um, aspects around sport that are related to your mental health, like, you know, being active, um, as we know, especially during the lockdown, can get those endorphins going and make you feel better. So I think if you're feeling pretty average or whatever, you know, even if you just move around your room, listen to your favorite song and have a little dance party by yourself or going outside, getting up, go for a walk can just make you feel better. So I think that's really important. Yeah, absolutely. And um, what advice do you feel that you can give other women uh, looking to sort of let go of perfectionism and um, embracing themselves authentically? Oh, that's a really tough question. Um, I don't know if I've necessarily mastered it yet either, but I think you just have to believe in yourself and just have faith that what you're doing is right and try to let go of what other people think of you. I think if you get caught up in everybody else's opinion and trying to please other people, you're going to get lost and it's just not going to go well. I think that was a pretty good answer. It seems <laughs> like you sort of... I can listen to myself. Um, when you were... Um, going through your swimming, did you feel like you had any critical um, moments that defined your character in your journey and um, what lessons can you share from these? Um, well, I've had a few. Um, I think one of the main ones at the moment is I'm actually injured. So trying to train around that can be quite challenging and work out like, you know, okay, I have to pull back in certain areas and other areas I don't need to trying to find the relationship with swimming again and how much I love the sport, trying to find a different way of looking at that, even though I can't necessarily perform at my best, has challenged me and definitely something that I'm still working on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Injury is a difficult thing to get through. Um, do you have any tips for somebody who might be going through the same thing? Um, <laughs> it just takes time. It's my most hated saying ever, but literally you just have to be patient work at it, work with physios, work with your coach and just trust the process that it will work out. And I think that's definitely really important. And um, just finally, have any take-home messages and tips that you'd like to share with anyone else who's sort of in your same position? Oh, <laughs> some of these questions are so tough. Um, I guess... Just be organised, stay on top of things, make, like having a healthy balance between, you know, whether it's sport, uni, friends, work, social life. Make sure you do a bit of everything. I wouldn't say, you know, just do one thing at a time, try to mix it up a bit, make sure you're getting a good, healthy balance. I think that's definitely good advice for just anyone at any point in life really being organised. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, where can we find you on social media? Um, well, you can follow me at Renee Fox, or you can find my podcast at Perfectly Flawed Podcast as well. Well, they're both on Instagram? Yep. Yeah, amazing. Thank you so much, Renee, for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so great chatting with you. You too. And thanks, everyone, for watching. And we'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Perfectly Flawed podcast. If you would like to stay up to date for when the next episode is being released, you can follow myself on Instagram at Renee Fox, or you can follow the podcast at perfectly underscore flawed underscore podcast. I'll chat to you next time. Bye.